welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today my co-host is David, how are you today? I'm very well thanks. Good, good. Uh, so we're back season 10 episode 4, we're halfway through the first half of the season because there's 8 episodes in the first half. Silence the Whisperers, what did you think of this episode? I enjoyed this episode quite a lot. Um, I uh, Michael Cutlass back on mm. The Walking Dead, at least behind right, the camera anyway. Right, yeah. uh, that, uh, I thought he did a really nice job with this. It was um, nice to see them, them handling that sort of jumping around between the various different um, areas reasonably well. So Because we got bits in Alexandria, we got bits at Hilltop, obviously, was a big part of it. Got some nice set pieces with the, the tree falling through the wall. Um, more Negan, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to see him being a bit Negany as well, which is he's great. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought it was a it was a nice rounded episode. Lots of lots of things going on, which was good. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a pretty good episode. Um, like when I first watched it, obviously you know we come away and it's uh, two days later or whatever, or a day and a half, whatever. And my opinion has kind of changed a little bit because I I initially walked away from the episode thinking like okay that was just a kind of standard episode of The Walking Dead and what I mean by that is nothing too particularly bad that stuck out nothing particularly good that stuck out but then as I kind of thought about you know the the Lydia storylines which I thought was interesting which did actually connect to the Negan stuff which I th- also thought was interesting uh, which I guess is the same story but you know what I mean yeah yeah um, and then the hilltop set piece which is good and I know I've said on at least one if not multiple podcasts for the walking dead that it's always good when you kind of get sure you got your story and stuff which is at the moment the whisperers and how lydia is feeling about everything and how she's being treated that's kind of your story and what you're doing but then it's also cool to have okay this is, this is not just a standard drama this is a zombie apocalypse drama so you've also got your hilltop zombie set piece and as someone who is a zombie fan and likes zombies and is still looking for more content uh, from the genre uh, it's good when you do kind of get that as more of a mix because some episodes you don't really do that and it's I mean some people have spoken about this show's budget before and okay how much AMC, how much money do MC want to spend and all that sort of stuff and set pieces like that do cost more than your standard someone's talking to someone kind of scenes but yeah it's I, I always kind of appreciate when you do get the blend of the two or a blend of the two and when they actually pull it off quite well because um, you know you get your you get your mid season episodes and your start and end of season episodes where you you usually have if it's not someone shooting at someone it's zombies involved as well you know, like some sort of end of the war or beginning of the war or, or whatever um, and you don't always get that in each episode but uh, when when you do get that in kind of a mid season episode which I guess this kind of is just in the middle of a season uh, it's good to see that but yeah really I really like what they're doing with. Um, with Lydia, just in terms of involving her more in the story, uh, I still really want to know what Carol thinks of, of all that. I remember specifically saying that in the season premiere. Yeah. When when they'd started to shun Lydia out of the group, I really want, like, Carol to get involved with that. Obviously, Carol's got her own thing going on as well, but uh, if that eventually comes around, it, it's, I really like the way they've chosen to connect Negan to that, because obviously Negan is still yeah. an outsider as well, and them kind of having sympathy for each other, and Negan trying to be just be there for her, I suppose, which was good. So yeah, it, it had some good stuff in it this episode, which uh, I quite enjoyed. So, uh, what else did we get? Um, yeah, some uh, Michonne and Judith stuff, which I thought was really, really good. Very, very short, like that scene, those couple of scenes, but very, very good. So uh, we still don't know which yeah. episode she's leaving in, and I'm still having that as a a question, I suppose. Yeah, no, um, I, I I quite like that. I like the fact you yeah. know, because I mean the whole the whole writ thing. It was, I mean. It like kind of takes event. some of the tension, yeah, because it was they made that more into an event and a mm-hmm. big sort of thing. Um, so we all knew when he was going to go. It was just a case of how, and I think they built that up reasonably well. The with, with this, it's it's slightly different, and it, it's kind of more interesting because we don't know what's going to happen to her at all. We don't know whether she's going to get killed. We don't know whether she's going to go off to find Rick. We don't know when it's going to happen. So it's very much more unpredictable, which I I rather like. I like the fact that you know we know she's going to go, but we don't know how or when or, or where or, yeah. or what's going to happen. So I I think that's they've managed to keep a lid on that, which I think is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they kind of revealed the whole uh michonne ezekiel thing which was just like a yes a, a very small i was kind of i went into that full kind of 
theory thing about like a temporary relationship and all that and you know i've predicted wrong things before and that's that's completely fine uh but yeah that was just a very quick little thing you know it's like gob so yeah uh, that was yeah. interesting but yeah cool all right let's go into some uh, housekeeping let you know what else we've been up to plenty of other stuff and then we'll get into the episode see you in a minute Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, just before I get into this housekeeping news, we do have another big uh, podcast Wednesday kind of thing. We've got Walking Dead today, we've got Watchmen, uh, and then Man United go to, yes, an away games to Stamford Bridge in the Carabao Cup later. Then we've got uh, an Arrow episode, and then we've got uh, a Game Week Talk podcast, so it's going to be another big Wednesday for us uh, as well. So uh, look out for all the content that we've got uh, on Entertainment Talk. Uh, here's the other things. Uh, yesterday I went to see Zombieland, and you can simply check out my review of that. Spoiler free and spoiler split as usual. Uh, so if you're into zombie stuff, or even if you're not, uh, you can still check out the review. Uh, another segment from Entertainment Talk TV episode 27. This week's uh, segment is for Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders season 1 episodes 1 and 2 as they all are for these uh, little segments spoiler free. So if you have or you haven't seen Peaky Blinders uh, you can still check that out as well. That's of course on BBC and Netflix in certain countries and whatnot. I think it's on Netflix in the US isn't it? So Yes. Yeah that you can go and check them out on yes, there. Yes it is. Uh, Man United played Norwich on Sunday and actually scored more than one goal for the first time since the 8th of August. <laughs> uh, they scored not one, not two, but three goals against Norwich. Could have had about six, but that's a different discussion for a different time. Two missed penalties. Uh, it was Man United 3, Norwich City 1. Yes, an easy team to beat, but we certainly needed that. We really, really did. So let's hope that can continue into tonight's game against Chelsea. But uh, yeah, I obviously discussed that much. Uh, let's play Sundays for FIFA 20. Um, the Good Place uh, Season 4 Episode 5. Of course there will be Season 4 Episode uh, 6 on Friday. So have a look out for those. Not sure when or if they're going to do a mid-season finale of some sort. But I guess we'll find out in the coming weeks. Uh, also we got, uh, speaking of film reviews, I uh, went I think last week to see Terminator Dark Fate. Which is the official third now uh, continuity yes. edition of uh terminator so just watch terminator 1 2 and then dark fate and ignore the rest because that's certainly what worked for me so yes (laughs) Yes. the rest do not exist as far as that concerned right right uh so yeah go and check out those and of course uh you can check out my review for terminator dark fate again if you haven't seen terminator dark fate doesn't matter because there's a spoiler free section at the start as well american horror story still continuing for season nine there's just a couple of episodes left i think there's three episodes left uh seven eight and nine uh last week's episode episode six was the 100th episode for American Horror Story, and uh, Ryan Murphy showed us what all that was about, so <laughs> we'll see uh, where that goes. There should be a Halloween-themed episode this week, because it's actually Halloween this week, so we'll see what else he's got up his sleeve uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, Man United also won another game, it's they're actually winning some games for a cha- so change, uh, beat Partizan 1-0 away in the Europa League, so that was the latest of the Europa League matches. Uh, me and Robert did another Q&A podcast, Q&A podcast number three. If you want to listen to all of them, uh, just search for Q&A on the website and you should be able to find all three of them. Uh, last week on Gaming Talk, we talked about Fallout First and Fallout 76. Long story short, just don't go anywhere near that franchise at the moment, uh, or at least that that game. You can play Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, but in terms of Fallout 76 and Fallout First, 
just don't bother. And if you're a parent yes. and your child asks for the game, just get them something else. Say no. Yeah, <laughs> just get them a go, different game. Go and buy them The Outer Worlds. It's yes. a much better game. <laughs> yes, go and do that instead. Uh, we also talked about Silent Hill and some goings on at T- THQ because uh, they've been buying some stuff. Uh, and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Daryl goes into the dining room to see Michonne, Judith and RJ enjoying a meal together. He sits down smiling uh, but then sees that there's an empty chair. Soon he's taking a tray of food to Carol's room upstairs but she doesn't answer the door when he knocks. Uh, The music is... um, Correct me if I'm wrong but does Daryl look cleaner in this scene? He he did, yes. He seems like he's had a bath. Right, something of that sort, yeah. Uh, the music is still playing as uh, Sadiq runs down the stairs of his house and steps out into the uh, fresh air. Uh, across the courtyard, uh, he spots Lydia walking around. She offers him a smile and he turns around and runs off because he's still struggling with his PhD and all the whisper related stuff which she is involved in, obviously. Uh, and uh, he, he leaves her alone, basically, in the in the middle of the night. It's It's... I don't know what time of night it is, but it's very, very dark. So, yes, uh, we see Carol as she wraps a pink bandage around her arm. Uh, she pauses for a moment before going to the door to fetch uh, the tray that Daryl left for her earlier, like two minutes earlier. Uh, next, we see Magna and Yumiko later on in the same scene, but a bit of a time skip to the next morning. Uh, late, uh, Magna looks out the window at the morning sun before. Uh, looking back at Yumiko in the bed, obviously. Uh, and that's kind of your night to morning um, scene, I suppose. So yeah, like we said, Daryl looking a little bit cleaner, which is interesting. Um, and yeah, I, I'm... It's it's weird sometimes to say a plot is good or enjoyable if it's a character suffering through something, but I think they're doing quite a good job with this Sadiq stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the PTSD thing they're handling quite well, um, and yeah. and certainly like there's a there's a point later on where he's surrounded by people and you can see him having the flashbacks. And I, I mm-hmm. think the way that they they put that together, where you it, it was very kind of dreamlike, I thought was was a really nicely done mm-hmm. um, example of how you you display PTSD on uh, on a character. So yeah, I, I think the they're handling this quite well. I'm not entirely sure where it's going to end up, but um, I, don't know either. I I do wonder whether it's going to end up with him accidentally shooting somebody or, um, you know, it's kind of going into one of these states and panicking and, you know, seeing the face of somebody that attacked him earlier and maybe accidentally shooting them. Maybe that's the route they're going to go down. Um, mm. I don't know. It's very difficult to say right now, but I, I think they are handling that quite well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does anybody else know he's having this trouble? Because nobody else seems to be going um, like, "Oh, Sadiq's run off again" or anything like that. Nobody Dante, seems to. Dante seems to have been, you know, because they had that discussion last week, and I think mm. he seems to recognise that there is something going on. But obviously, they're they're both supposed to be the doctors, and I think you know Dante's kind of covering for him. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think anybody else realises he's, he's suffering quite that much at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get what you mean. He could envision like Alpha at some point and like attack that vision. I suppose, like, like yeah. you said, uh, it's similar to what we thought Carol was going to do. Yes, uh, last week. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just an interesting little start from the uh, night to morning. Uh, what else have we got at the hilltop? A tree falls across the fence uh, line and onto a barn, trapping people inside. Where walkers start to invade uh, through the gap in the in the fence. Uh, Hilltops uh, people rally to contain the breach until it can be fixed. Connie, Alden um, and Earl suspect that Alpha and the Whisperers uh, have knocked over the tree and Alexandra is alerted to the situation as well. Um, Yeah, interesting little start. Um, What did you think in terms of being able to see properly in this scene, I suppose? Because it is kind of dark and there was... Like you, you see the tree that's fallen over, and it it just about shows the little gap. I thought it was like slightly dark at uh, I, yeah, certain I, points. Again, like what time of night is this? <laughs> yeah, I I don't, I, I don't know, but um, 
No, I, I was all right with that. I mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it also does depend on what environment you're watching this in at home. Because right. I know if I watch, I tend to try and not watch Walking Dead like in the mornings. Because if I if I get up and like I'm trying to catch up with an episode and I'm trying to watch it in the morning and there's too much light in the room, it makes it right. very difficult to see what's going on, on on TV, even if I've got the curtains closed and stuff. So uh, I I tend to watch it in the evenings when it's nice and dark outside and I can keep the room quite dark and, and that helps. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, still see, I... but it was just a little bit darker than usual. So yes, yeah. uh, again, is this like two or three in the morning or so? I don't know what time. Probably, this yeah. Is, but. Um, yeah, so interesting kind of way for them to start that. We'll kind of go back to the uh, the old top a bit later on. But um, yeah, I think this is another like original kind of thing. I don't remember a tree really knocking anything over in the book. Uh, again, it doesn't have to be dot to dot with the book or whatever. But no, yeah, uh, interesting stuff with that. Um, what, what is quite interesting is all, all the things that have happened in terms of... Uh, in terms of the you know the tree falling over, the the things at Oceanside, uh, the the you know, and then the the sort of Walker hordes that we had at Alexandria last week, mm-hmm. it, it's entirely possible that each of these things are are, are just random events. You know that I mean, yeah. There, there may be some other explanation for them. So I, I think it's it's quite clever how they're keeping that as as vague right now. I mean, obviously, the characters are a bit suspicious that it's the Whisperers, but they're keeping it quite vague at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't imagine Alpha's going to give you a straight answer. So. No. Uh, or Beta, because Beta doesn't even talk at the moment. So. No. I wonder when they, I wonder when they will, will uh, reveal, uh, of course, Ryan Hurst's um, face. I imagine in the future. If they will. Point, yes. Or if they will, yeah. It'd be, it'd be a bit of a shame if they didn't, but I think that they will at some point. Uh, Michonne leaves with Judith and a small group to go and help out because of course this is the hilltop where this has happened and they're in Alexandra however as word in Alexandra spreads that the incident uh, was believed to be caused by the Whisperers Lydia finds herself being tormented and bullied by uh, Gage Uh, it says Alfred here actually does say Alfred and Margot uh, accusing her of the other Whisperers uh, stuff that they've done Lydia runs off to hide only to be found by Negan who helps uh comfort her and suggest uh, she retaliate against the bullies Daryl catches Negan talking to Lydia and warns him um, that he should stay away from her as Michonne um, is worried that Negan's influence may affect the only thing keeping Alpha from unleashing a full walker horde against them Uh, and Daryl finds a silence the whisperer sign uh, across different houses uh, and his house uh, sometime later because there's a bunch of different silence the whisperer yes Science, which is a comic book thing. I think that's what one of the issues was actually called. Um, so, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure it was. So, yeah, a little bit of a comic book thing there. Um, so, yeah, you've got some Lydia and uh, Negan stuff as well. Um, I don't think that's... No, it's, you've got the later on bit where Negan actually uh, attacks them and accidentally kills one of them. But, um, yeah, just interesting with two... One character that's been kind of put away a little bit in the last couple of seasons, obviously, because Negan was in his prison um and they've got to continue to find ways to uh engineer negan to come out of of that cell for for different reasons i mean i know was it last week's episode when he was on the road trip with uh aaron and that yes uh and some other bits and pieces that he's done obviously he still have had uh dialogue conversations like with uh with daryl in this episode like where he says we, we've never gone toe to toe and that sort of stuff but you've got to continue to find ways to do that because You've got to just use Jeffrey Dean Morgan more. So, yes. um, yeah. What do you think of this Lydia and uh, Negan? I I rather like this. Is this? Uh, I mean, I I take it this isn't from the books. This this relationship. So I don't remember Negan helping Lydia that much. I mean, but then Lydia in... was with uh, Carl a bit more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of bit course. Of a different. Obviously. Yeah. Type relationship, dynamic. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I like this relationship. It. And it, it's not like it feels... It doesn't feel forced in any way. It feels no. like they would be two characters that gravitate towards each other simply because they are both outsiders. It it makes real sense. Um, I, and I love... I mean, I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan anyway, but I love this version of Negan, you know, which is, is sort of somebody that has been, you know, put in a box for six years 
had a chance to think about some of the things he's done and he's clearly is trying to change in in some ways and he's he's kind of you know isn't the monster that he was before and as we've said you know throughout the episodes previously had we've been following the saviors from the start you might see the alexandrian group as being the aggressors you know um had we watched this all from the other other side so you know negan and negan only doing what's best for his group so i mean i I don't think he was necessarily yes i mean he was twisted and he did some horrible things but i think he believed he was doing it for the right reasons and you know now he's had a chance to kind of contemplate some of that and they're letting him back out again and he's sort of become or trying to become part of this society i yeah i it sort of makes sense and lydia is almost in the same position of having been kicked out from her own group and he's he's very much the outsider uh I mean, you're very much on Lydia's side when she starts to get bullied by, you know, Gabe, Gabe, uh, Gage, Alfred and Margot. You know, you, you do feel for her. I mean, they are picking on her. They are bullying her. Um, I, I mean, Negan's idea of confronting them, I, I, I can see where he's coming from with that. And I think the, the way Lydia goes about it is fabulous <laughs> later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I... I do like that whole relationship and i'm interested to see whether you know because obviously we know what happens towards the end so i'm interested to see whether that that continues um at some point later on in the series yeah what do you think i know it's a very small thing but what do you think of the uh, silence whisperer um signs um yeah i mean they they seem to be all over the place and obviously Mm -hmm. daryl's like scribbing it off the door um i mean as a general rule, Silence the Whisperers is probably not a bad thing, given everything they've said, but it's a very vague kind of statement. I mean, if it's directed purely at Lydia, Lydia is no longer a Whisperer, but it's getting that through to the rest of the population of Alexandria that she isn't. Um, but overall, I mean, that it, it's difficult. The Whisperers, again, are, are an interesting group because you've got this situation where they very much said, you stay on your side, we stay on ours, everything will be okay. Um, it, it, I, and But you have got these events happening and it's not entirely clear at this point whether the Whisperers are actually behind them or whether it's something else is going on. Um, we, you know, things like the tree coming down, the, the zombie hordes that were heading towards Alexandria last week, we just don't know whether that is genuinely the whisperers and Lydia seems convinced that it probably isn't because it doesn't fit her MO. Not because she doesn't think that, you know, it's 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 not something that Alpha would do. It's just it's it's different to how she thinks Alpha would do it if she was going to attack. You know, she says they'd right. send everybody at once. So the this sort of almost war of attrition thing that seems to be going on of of chipping away at them and that you have that conversation between uh um Michonne and um Judith that as they were traveling you have that conversation between them of of do you think she's basically trying to grind us down is that what you think she's doing mm-hmm. and um so i yeah i i don't know i I'm, I'm not i'm not entirely sure what the purpose of the silence of the whisperer things are right now other than to kind of drum up hate for the enemy which right it's kind of just like a protest thing in in a way yeah so. yeah i guess mm-hmm. um so, I mean, obviously the one written across the door was very much directed at Lydia, but then they are yeah. all over the place as well. So it's, yeah, difficult to, mm-hmm. to know. One interesting thing from the, the book around this point is um, Rick actually starts to ask Negan for, like, leadership advice of, of sorts. And given yeah. that, obviously, Rick isn't in the show and Daryl is the lead and Daryl isn't anywhere close to asking Negan for help it's more of a case of i want you to go away instead of help um and that becomes kind of an interesting dynamic with uh negan and rick because you don't really kind of expect it but then once it happens it kind of makes sense so it's almost a thing that yeah you, you didn't know you wanted uh and then it starts happening and you think okay yeah negan was like a great leader of the 
of the saviors and all that and sure they fell and uh lost but negan still had some great advice to give and rick goes and asks that i can't i can't possibly imagine a scene now where daryl goes and asks uh negan for any kind of advice or help plus mm-hmm. with with the differences between daryl and rick in terms of leadership and just their overall characters daryl's much much quieter so I wonder if they're just not going to go anywhere near that uh, comic book. I don't know. Plotline. Yeah, I, 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 I do wonder whether we maybe see a version of that because <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. I think it, it would be difficult to imagine Daryl actually physically going and saying, mm-hmm. Negan, I need your help. Negan offering unsolicited advice that Daryl then takes on board, I think is possible though. You know, if there is a conversation between the pair of them and Negan basically says, look, I know you don't want to listen to me, but this is what I think you should do. And Daryl taking that on board and then following it, because at the end of the day, Negan was a leader for a long time. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying does actually make sense. I can sort of see that working. And that does make sense because Daryl begrudgingly kind of taking Negan's point of view and and ending up following it. And, and Negan may be sitting back and going, well, you know, I'm not going to like rub his face in it, but he did do what I suggested. Sort of, I, I think that might be a little bridge building exercise between the two of those characters. Um, and so it would be different to Rick just going up and asking directly Negan, you know, I need your help with this. But I, I think there is a way of working that storyline into the, the show with, with, you know, not Daryl asking, but Negan offering what he thinks should happen and Daryl begrudgingly kind of taking that forward. Possibly. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think that is the way you potentially do it. I think that's the only way you do it, to be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. Because um, yeah, even when you're seeing the scenes with um, uh, Daryl saying to Negan, like, we haven't gone toe-to-toe yet, and just like nothing... Yeah. Even, even remotely close to asking for help. But I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. see how that, how that works out, if they even kind of go there at the moment it seems like they're just kind of gonna kind of ignore that plot which isn't a major thing it's just an interesting kind of character mm. uh thing between the two of them uh where are we now um en route to hilltop michonne spots ezekiel alone and has the group continue continue on while she goes to talk to talk to him uh she finds ezekiel um wanting to i guess jump off the edge or do something like that yes uh, having lost his kingdom henry and kind of lost carol i mean henry's dead he's lost the kingdom but carol's obviously still alive but their relationship is suspended (laughs) yes uh michonne helps uh to calm him uh down off from jumping and uh he thanks her with a brief kiss before the two rejoin the others uh the group soon arrive at the hilltop and with um yeah pushing back the uh walkers long enough for them to uh be able to repair the, the fences and stuff Apart from the initial scene where um, she goes up to this, whatever he's standing on, I can't remember, I can't think what it's called. Some sort of lookout platform, by the way. Apart from that scene where she's gone up there and starts talking to him, as the scene was going on and on and they were talking kind of quietly and talking about bits and pieces, I was kind of sitting there thinking, okay, this, this scene is like already kind of served its purpose i thought that it was a surprisingly long scene for them to do weirdly um i don't know I just, yeah i, I, just I know what the, you're I just thought the initial like okay you know it, it, this is basically a we've gone through this kind of scene and i can help you and talking about you know the bad stuff of the past but it was just a lot longer of a scene than i kind of expected and i almost kept thinking like okay in a minute they're just going to cut a way to I don't know something else that's going on in the episode and they just kept not doing that and uh, I was just I, not it's not a complaint I was just kind of surprised by how long the scene itself was so um yeah cause it, cause it almost served its purpose within about a couple of minutes of you know her talking him down and then them starting to talk so what, what did you think yeah um I mean I yes I kind of get what you're saying with that um mm. I d- didn't feel particularly overlong to me thinking about it, but you know, looking back, I, I I do get what you're saying. You could have trimmed it a little bit, but I, I think it's nice to catch up with Ezekiel because we've not seen a huge amount of him mm-hmm. this time around, and we've certainly not seen this version of him. And it's nice to see 
well, not nice to see. That's probably the wrong word. But it's 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 interesting to see the the impact of everything that has happened. Yeah. Uh, did, I, I get the impression that Ezekiel is is what running Hilltop now, given so. that that yeah. Jerry, yeah, which would make sense. I mean, he's he's Terror's the obvious dead. Jesus is dead. Maggie isn't there. So. Yeah, so he's the obvious Even choice. Even dead. So yes, he's the obvious choice to kind of take over, I guess. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, but it was interesting to see this this kind of suicidal version of him, and and actually see that everything that happened has had some effect on him, which you'd expect it would do, because I mean, you know, he's mm-hmm. lost his son, his wife, and his kingdom, so you know, that, that's a lot to put on a guy. Um, the uh, I I I I kind of like the fact that they put in that little kiss there because purely, I think, so they could shove it in the trailer that they put out at the start which started all the rumors right and, and it turns me, out basically me on my overly long theory yeah mm. and, and it turns out pretty much to be nothing I, and it gave it, yeah. quite a good conversation when they were walking back of like you know oh you're quite a good kisser and you know i haven't kissed anybody in six years yeah i i'd, I'd rather so like that yeah I, I i rather like that little exchange and it, they're sort of teasing each other and and uh yeah it, it was really sweet and i and I I do quite like those two characters together. It would be nice to see that turn into something else. But mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, we know that's unlikely to happen. I, I, at the moment, I quite, for Ezekiel's sake, I kind of hope it didn't turn into anything else because we know Michonne's not going to be there. So right, and then he does another, yeah, another partner, or whatever. So uh, so yeah, but uh, I yeah, it was a nice little scene overall. I thought that, and and it's it's good that you are seeing the impact of this stuff on Ezekiel. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship itself works really, really well in the book. Uh, I do think also the uh, Ezekiel Carroll relationship works really well. Yes. Because, um, of course, as we said before, in the book, uh, Michonne and Ezekiel are together, and then Rick and um, Andrea are together. But it's not quite the same version of Andrea that I think Mary yes. Holden, whatever her name is. Yes. Not the same version that she played. It's, it's a bit of a different version. So, And then Carol dies before the prison stuff's even over, so she doesn't make it this far. It, it's uh, They sort of swapped um, Andrew and Carol around, because Carol's the one that doesn't really make it very far in the book. And then in the TV show, it was uh, the, other, the other character. Andrew, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't make it far, because obviously she died at, was it the end of season three, with the whole... Um, I can't think of his name. It was the governor, the, the wasn't science it? science assistant guy. Yes. Myrtle? Not Myrtle. Merton? It was I something like that. <laughs> think, yeah. yeah. It, it was during that whole governor storyline Andrea died, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he stabbed that guy and then basically left him in the room with Andrea. Yes. And... I was just before, Laurie Holden not happy about that at all. <laughs> no. I don't think I'd be either. So. Yeah, and that was another situation where she had... I think she at the end as they went to film the end of season three or whatever she moved closer to the set and then she got a call yeah. from who was the showrunner at the time? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Show, it was it was bef- it was probably before Gimbal kind of stepped I think it was up. So Zara at that point. Yeah. Um, and then she he said, "Yeah, we're we're cutting you off in in the finale." So. Yeah, that was that was before they managed to to kind of get everything back on track post Frank Darabond being canned. So right, yeah. Uh, where are we now? At that uh, that night at Alexandria, uh, Gage, Alfred, and uh, Margot corner and attack Lydia. This is slightly after the scene with the was it a rabbit, a squirrel, or yeah, some, it, was something a, like it that? was a squirrel, I think it was. And she, I, I love that scene where she basically just sits down at the table and they're like, "Give us some space," and she just cuts it open and sprays it with blood. I thought, it's such a sort of. I mean, it is an aggressive move, but it's very much a sort of passive-aggressive move as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that. I thought they, what a wonderful way of, of kind of doing it. You know, you're not actually going in to kill any, anybody or hit anybody. You're just going to sit there and cut open this squirrel in front of everybody and spray blood across them. I, yeah, you know, if you're going to, it's the sort of, well, if you think I'm an animal, here you go kind of right. thing. And, and I, I rather like the way that they did that. I thought that was that was great. Um and uh, and of course sets up this scene which is coming. So, right. Uh, so yeah, after that attack, and uh, later at that night, uh, they go to attack Lydia. But Negan arrives to try and break up the fight, but accidentally um, pushes Margot off too hard and cracks his skull against the wall in the process. Yes. Uh, when Daryl discovers this, discovers this, Lydia tries to assert Negan was um, helping her and didn't mean to hurt Mar- uh, Margot. 
Daryl uh, locks Negan in a cell and puts uh, Negan's fate to a vote before the Alexandria Council. Uh, before we get onto that vote, let's talk about this scene. What did you think would potentially happen to Lydia in this scene? Because at certain points I was kind of changing my mind as to what they actually had planned to do to her. Um, um, I I think as as the sort of one of the many kind of Carl standings at this point, um, which I think Lydia probably is because of the relationship with Negan. You know, she's a useful character to be able to fill that Carl hole for, for that, you know, Carl Negan plotline, I think. Right. right. Um, I, I, I didn't think they were going to kill her. And I, I kind of figured that Negan would step out somewhere. I, I didn't see, I didn't see him hurting margot necessarily as being the you know or certainly killing margot i i saw him right it was an accident so. yeah I, I mean it was definitely an accident um so I, I didn't see that coming i i saw him possibly getting blamed for it but sure yeah um but yeah i i didn't think they were actually going to end up killing lydia i did wonder whether lydia would end up killing one of them i did wonder whether that would be the route that they go down but uh hmm. But yeah, um, it, I I thought there was maybe a possibility as well. But then at one point she was just a bit too outnumbered and like yes. could barely even move. So um, I don't know. I I didn't think that they would kill her either, and I I would have been very very surprised if that would happen. But um, yeah, you, you can never quite tell what they're gonna do to a character in that sort of scene. But no. yeah, just just the bad luck of Negan again. Like he didn't mean to kill any of these guys, and he throws one of them so hard that his skull hits the the wall and then you just see Negan's face of like oh god I've 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 done this thing and um, yeah I mean yeah. he's obviously like oh crap I didn't mean to do that um you know and that was not my intention at all and I mean it, clearly it wasn't he just pushed to push Margot off to to get her off him off uh, Lydia so mm-hmm. yeah yeah just another bit of bad luck for him so um uh, where were we? Yeah, the the vote. Uh, Gabriel uh, goes to inform Negan of the vote, but finds the because uh, he says, "I'll I'll give you my vote in the morning" or something. Because it's yes. down down to him in the end. Uh, Gabriel goes to inform Negan of the vote, but finds the cell empty. Lydia claims that she she allowed him to escape, but Daryl had uh, watched Negan all night and knows this was a lie. Uh, Lydia locks herself up, I guess temporarily knowing that uh, she does not fit in with their group, of course. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll find out where what's happened with that yeah, next who, week. Yeah, who actually released him, because we right. don't know. But, <clears throat> I mean, the, in the notes it said Daryl had watched Negan all night, and I don't think, I'm not, that, that can't be right, because... I think I remember it, him saying something like that. Yeah, I, I thought he'd said he'd watched Lydia all night. Um, okay. You my, know, other question, my other question was, okay, so you pulled an all-nighter. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if Daryl had been watching Negan all night, surely he would have known who released him. So I, I think he, yeah. I think what well, I think that notes um, that the, uh, they put on the page is actually incorrect. I think he, he actually said he'd been in the house with Lydia all night and, and you know, had been watching and didn't see her leave. So right, in terms of, yeah, her, her yeah, setting. So I think that's what he, actually, what he yeah. actually said. Um mm-hmm. So somebody else had clearly been in and, and rescued or released Negan or he'd managed to get out himself. Although I don't know who that was. Heath is that... back. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> are, ever, yeah. are we ever going to get that addressed in the series finale, maybe? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll pop up at some point. Maybe, yes, maybe he is wandering around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. It, but... It's funny because there was a character who popped up in in uh, Fear the Walking Dead uh, this, this season just gone and uh, he looked a lot like Heath I thought oh maybe he's been recast but it was just a different character so right um, yeah I I don't know who has let him out uh, if this did happen in the book I've potentially forgotten it but I don't remember that happening in the book I remember the um, when Gabriel accidentally left his cell open that one time I think that was yeah, last yeah. season but this is a, a different one um, I can't remember who let him out in the book, but obviously this might have a different thing. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea who who it's going to end up being. If it wasn't Lydia, um, I don't imagine it was one of the the guys that attacked Lydia. Um, I can't think of who else it might be. So, unless he's Daryl. 
I mean, if if, if Daryl's concerned, yeah, you know, because he he obviously knew that Negan didn't do it intentionally, and certainly believes Lydia. Would he let Negan out to escape? I don't know. Yeah, because maybe he sees it as well. You know, he lets Negan out and says, get out of here, don't come back. Then it sort of kills two birds with one stone because it gets rid of Negan out of the group. And also, you know, Daryl knows that he didn't do it, so he didn't need to be locked up. So, you know, it could be Daryl himself, which is also the reason why he knows that Lydia didn't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the only other person I could think of that might make sense because I, looking at the other people, I can't think of anybody else. Because Gabriel's the other one that might let him out, but then Gabriel was the one that turned up and found the cell empty. So that that doesn't seem right. Hmm. Lydia might let him out. I can't think who else might let him out, and Judith's not there to do it. So no, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't think of who else might. Mm-hmm. That group. Uh, speaking of Judith, I want to re- rewind slightly and talk about uh, that really cool. Uh, samurai scene. Oh yeah, with, no, yes, that was brilliant. Um, when they when they're fighting, when the tree comes through the wall. Um, um, yeah, yeah, the big you know, she, piece. Talk about that. She looked badass doing that. The pair of them together, with her on one side and Michonne on the other, that was just lovely. I thought that was a really lovely sequence. Um, just, I mean, I, she's she's handling that sword well. I'm assuming that is her doing it as well, and not like because. I think that is Kaylee doing that. It's got to be Kaylee doing that, and she's obviously the, obviously the sword tried... might be quite light. So yeah, no, uh, I mean obviously yeah. it's probably not a real sword, right? But, right. Yeah. You know, I mean like like, a li- like a lighter version than what. Well, uh, I mean, probably it, got, so. in 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 most cases, uh, if they're doing effects work and they're slicing through things, quite often they actually don't have blades on them. So they right. they have like a, a a sort of tiny three inch bit, so you can see the direction of it. But obviously, if you're slicing through a head, they actually CGI the rest of the blade onto it. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, they're not particularly heavy things anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know if you you knew, but in um, certain scenes where Daryl's got his crossbow, he's got like a lighter and a heavier one. I remember Andrew Lincoln talked about that once in uh, in an interview that he did, uh, speaking about like light versions of of weapons. Right. Um, okay. I think he said that when there's just normal scenes where Norman is walking around just carrying the crossbow, it's right. a lighter it's version. Lighter. But then yeah. when he's doing a scene where they're, he's actually shooting it, uh, he has like a heavier version or whatever. So, yes. um, yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. Um, but yeah, that was a really great scene with the two of them. I It makes me wonder, as I was watching it, obviously I was in, enjoying the action of the scene. Uh, but kind of thinking like, okay, once she obviously passes the lessons on to Judith, which already she's already doing... Um, who is she going to kind of pair up with next? I don't uh, know. Once Michonne leaves. Because that's a very, very good pairing. Obviously, the whole samurai sword, mother-daughter thing is uh, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't imagine it'll be a scene where, like, Daryl's using a crossbow or knives or something. And then uh, it, it could be that. I don't know. So. Yeah. Uh, it just depends when they start to do stuff with um, RJ. I know he's still quite young and I don't expect him to be fighting zombies. But he's really just a kind of very minimal character right now yeah so i I mean the same way that judith was when she was she was a baby or a child so child rather um but yeah very 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 good scene with the whole zombie set piece and you've got um connie and some of those the the other characters from that group and they're using like the slingshot things and luke's using this like axe type of thing and that was really cool so uh after all that happens back in the hilltop as proper repairs start on the fence uh, there are there are reports of a whisperer near Oceanside. Michonne heads there with Judith and Luke, but Eugene declines to go, and instead offers to help with the repairs. I this was one of the scenes that you might be surprised to hear me say this. The scenes with Eugene I enjoyed, but it wasn't <laughs> because of Eugene specifically. It was because of what Michonne says. There's the the part where she's going through the group and she's saying okay are you going to stay are you going to go etc to to all the characters there and she asks Eugene and he he gives just this complicated way of saying I'm going to repair the fence and then she says so you're going to repair the fence (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah I quite enjoyed that scene wasn't specifically because of Eugene it was just what Michonne said to him so uh, yeah and then he gives he's like yeah that's what I'm going to do so yeah I, no, I, I really like that scene. It's a nice little bit of comedy, particularly that in, little interaction of between 
uh, Eugene and and Luke, where Eugene Eugene's kind of getting he's he's kind of language is getting kind of slapped down a bit, which like say you know the the kind of translation that came through was quite nice, and the fact that Luke then you know the Judy says something about like the Latin name for for cockroach and like Eugene uh, Luke goes. Oh yeah, you mean cockroaches? You know, so there was a couple of things that came out there. You know, Eugene's kind of has up until this be- point been the smartest person in the room pretty much all the time, despite his annoying way of talking. Whereas, you know, Luke suddenly shows up and he's also a teacher and and clearly knows things as well. So I I kind of thought that was that was quite interesting that you had that and. I, I do wonder whether we're going to see more of Luke and Eugene as things move forward. That could be quite intriguing. Um, but uh, although Luke has just professed his love to somebody, so the chances of him making it to the end of the season is pretty much zero, I think, at this point. Right, much, much smaller. So, uh, Yeah, so he offers to help stay and repair the fence. A pan uh, across Alexandria shows more graffiti on its... Um, Buildings demanding silence. The whisperers. Did you hear the weird little whisperer? Yeah, bit yeah, at yeah. the end, I was like, oh, yeah. so, oh, we're about to see some whispers or something, but it was just a yes. It was I a guess slightly, a tease. It was a slightly odd ending that because I mean it panned across the sort of silence of the whisperers thing that which were all over the place, um, and I I still can't quite get what they're trying to say with that. Is it just that there is a sentiment to go out and destroy the whisperers, which I you know gets to do is that sort of thing but but yeah in which case that's an interesting thing because uh if if what they're pointing towards is the alexandria group are going to go out and go after the whisperers then once again they are the the aggressors starting this war Mm -hmm. which is what is exactly what happened the last time because they were the aggressors kind of against the saviors i mean yes the saviors were dicks and were were encroaching and i think arguably they had a good reason to fight back at this point with the whisperers it's slightly different i mean yes they they have done some terrible things but they've done some terrible things after this group um encroached on their territory so i don't know it's are, are they if you sort of are the person that then goes out, you know, they've got clear boundaries right now. Mm-hmm. If it becomes apparent, obviously, that the whisperers are the people behind, you know, the tree coming down, the the and the hordes and whatever's going on at Oceanside, then yes, they have every right to attack and, you know, defend themselves. But if it isn't them and they go after them, then they are being the aggressors again. And that's not a good look, necessarily. Yeah, um... Speaking of this whole, you know, this little weird whisper thing at the end, I do actually quite miss the start of the whisper stuff where it was this weird, mysterious group, and that is basically yeah. gone now. Um, I mean, it's the same thing with the whole Negan arc. Like, I was looking forward to all that war, and now that's all done. Um, and we we probably won't see that again unless there's some sort of reboot of Walking Dead in, in 20 years on <laughs> AMC Plus or something. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised AMC isn't doing a streaming service the same way that everyone else kind of well, they, is, but they do they they I have mean, a uh, i mean not yeah not not a separate thing they have amc premium which releases things like the walking dead episodes a week early or days early or mm-hmm. um which is why you're seeing the numbers going the live numbers going down for for walking dead um so all, all the all the reports of oh the numbers are down on walking dead again well yes they are but there are if you're a real big walking dead fan uh, the the chances are that you're going to have already watched it on mm-hmm. the premium app. So, you know, um, numbers for this, it says, were 3.31 million, highest rated cable program of the night. However, it decreased in viewership for the previous week. So, um, did, you, did you say 3.3? 3.3 million, it said. Yeah. Okay. I think that might be their lowest again. Yeah, um, but as I say, no, I'm just I, pointing out, as in, I think it. it yeah, is, so. yeah. As I say, though, I I think you know, yes, it might be their lowest, but there are going to be a lot of people on the premium app, which that number hasn't been revealed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and highest rated cable program of the night. Yeah, and there's, I mean, Sunday night, Sunday nights yeah. for America's is is kind of crazy. So. Yeah, and and uh, you know, as we were saying before we came on, there are so much stuff out there, and so many streaming services, and so much content. There's a lot more 
things even now than there was a couple of years ago there is a lot more choice out there so you know and it's going to get worse well not yep. worse because we'll have good yeah. TV, but, but yeah be- better but a lot more choice <laughs> yeah uh all right that's the end of the episode with the whole silence whisperer thing uh and we'll move on to next week's episode next week but we have two emails to discuss if you would like to send in emails thoughts uh, death predictions theories anything you want to talk about with the walking dead or if you just want to get in contact with entertainment talk or any feedback for all the rest of our shows because we have plenty of other things that we're doing as well uh matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk there's the contact page and information in your show notes so plenty of ways to get in contact uh send us in what you think uh peter says all right we are halfway through the first half uh which is correct uh, give us some death predictions. Yes, we have lost a lot of major characters, but this is The Walking Dead. I'm going to echo what you said earlier. I think Luke's going to die in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, Luke, Luke has just progressed his, his interest in somebody at Oceanside, mm-hmm. so he's so I dead. I kind of had that feeling before. Yeah, that, no, I, d- I did. He's also, I think, the only character that's not been up to a series regular. Not that that necessarily means anything, but um, right. he's the only character out of that group, I think, that wasn't a series regular in the uh, in this season. So, uh, yeah, I, I rather suspect that Luke isn't making it much further. Um, I don't know who else. I mean, apart from some sort of random red shirts. Uh, right. I think, I think minor character death, I think Luke is next. In terms of major character death... I'm not really going to say anything because comic book stuff, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, the comic book stuff doesn't mean anything yeah. at this point. It could be the same, yeah, situation of death, but a different character, but uh, I don't want to... Yes, which is that, quite likely. So. Um, that, mm-hmm. that is quite likely. I as I, I don't think they're going to kill off Michonne. Um, I don't think they are either. I, I think she's going to end off... I, I rather suspect she'll end up going off to see Rick. I don't think they're they're going to end up killing her off uh daryl carol and negan obviously i think are all okay lydia i think is probably okay yeah um pretty much everybody else i think is probably fair game Mm -hmm. at this point um yeah luke's just the one that sticks out to me yeah luke luke particularly is the one that sticks out more than anybody else i think one of that love square thing and i don't oh yeah i mean it's it's sadiq possibly is you know given that his mental state i think there is a a very much a potential mm-hmm. that he might not make it um i mean i i hope ezekiel stays around i think he'll stick around um for a bit yeah so i i i, I mean possibly some of magna's group might go um mm. there isn't a lot of options to be completely honest yeah i i mean it it is difficult to say at this point um hmm, yeah as i say i think michonne's okay um just looking through the cast list at the moment i think eugene's probably okay rosita's still around i mean probably all right but it's hmm, difficult um yeah there's not many other original characters that you can really kill off no i mean as i say a lot of the others are sort of you know you've got people like the new characters like dante who's a sort of background character at the moment but i don't see any reason why you kill him off but the fact that dante is there means you could kill off sadiq and still have a doctor Mm -hmm. and and if you're going to kill out one or kill off one or the other sadiq seems like the more obvious one to kill off right now so yeah we'll see but yeah at the moment i'm going with luke so yeah luke. Uh, and I, th- I think jerry's also fine as well i think he's the other one we didn't mention i think he's fine, I, so. yeah i think there would be a huge fan of cry if you killed <laughs> off jerry yeah um kaylee says uh more of a question about ratings viewers do record episodes watch on amc or with netflix when the season comes out that's usually like the month before the new season starts because usually right. when it gets to september in a particular year, I noticed that Netflix US posts like, hey, we've got Walking Dead season 9, and then season 10 starts the next month. Um, but surely for a show that has been on for 10 seasons and had uh, 17, million at, 17 million at its height, dropping as low as around 3 or 4 million has to be of some concern. I do think it's... I would be surprised if AMC was like, nah, it's not a problem, but there is, you know, we live in a world where we do have streaming and DVR and other uh, yeah. options as well. 
as um, I was, yeah. But as it, I was saying earlier, that the, there is, there are the the AMC Premium app, and Walking Dead is one of the things that is driving subscriptions to that. So they're making money out of that. Um, I, I, I at the moment, as far as I'm aware, Walking Dead is still the highest rated thing on AMC. Um, so and it is the the cash cow that is you know spawning a whole bunch of other things into a larger universe so i mean yeah they're probably not happy that the numbers are are down but those those live numbers don't tell the whole story you know they they there is still the premium app um which has a bunch of subscriptions on it as well um you, and it is the backbone of the rest of the Walking Dead universe at the moment. So, I mean, yeah, it's on season ten. It is way in to see, you know, to to its run at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer it's going to hold out. Whether we get a couple more seasons, um, I I honestly don't know. Uh, but um, I I don't think there's any sign of them cancelling it anytime soon. In fact, I think haven't they already renewed it for another season? I think. But yeah, eleven. So. Yeah, so they've already renewed it for eleven. So I, I think they're happy enough with it. I don't think they're going. We're going to see it necessarily disappear suddenly. How does uh, AMC's cable, isn't it? Yes. How else can you get get AMC? Because I always hear about all different ways you can get different TV stuff in in the US. Uh, it it's cable, and so it will be coming as part of a cable package. Uh, if you pay, not everybody gets amc as part of their cable package it's one of those things that you might have to pay a bit extra for uh you can also get it on the app like i say they they have a premium app which you can pay money for which is like a streaming service and they release things early on that so they release them sort of the day before or the week before like i think the premiere they actually released a full week before so uh but but i think with this they release it like saturday or something rather than the sunday so they release it the day before mm. um so if you're a big walking dead fan there's there's every reason to you know yeah. pay Plus for the app there's the new show on the way and there's fear and some other stuff yeah so. and, and it's not just walking dead i mean obviously they've got the other amc stuff on there as well i guess so yeah. i mean the the fact that the numbers the live numbers are down there are so many different ways of getting this stuff at this point that I I don't think it's going to be a huge worry to them as long as they're still making money out of it, they're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Is there you know how I know like UK and US TV is very different. Obviously with um, something like Sky, you get most of the channels, and then with like Now TV, you have pretty much a Roku type box, which which is what I have. Yeah. Um, and then you have just an app that you click on, and obviously on that box you have you know BBC, YouTube, Netflix, whatever. Um, do they have like a version of that in the US? Because I know obviously yeah. in the US they have Roku boxes and they have Hulu and Amazon and Netflix and all that sort of stuff. Does yeah, that work I mean, the same way? Yeah, basically works exactly the same way. I mean, the, the Roku box over there will just have a different set of apps and you'll have things like, um, right. you know, rather than having an TV app, you'll have a Hulu app, you'll have uh, probably an AMC app. I imagine they've got one on the Roku box. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, you don't need to have a cable subscription anymore. You can basically cut the cord and just have... Uh, it's like you don't really need a Sky subscription over here. You know, you can get an TV subscription and just yeah, and everything. Yeah, as long, as long as you've got a reasonable broadband. I mean, that's where some of the US struggles is the fact that the broadband is crap mm. uh, in quite a lot of places yeah. compared to, to being able to get things over a cable. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why cable survives over there is because their broadband isn't that good um, as a general rule, certainly compared to the UK. I mean, you might compare, complain about broadband in the UK, but it's nothing, you know, it's nowhere near as bad as some broadband in some of the areas of the US. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I mean, uh, they have, again, like seasons drop on Netflix and you have the AMC stuff. I'm assuming you could probably watch on AMC.com as well. I don't know. If I, yeah, do yeah, that, but, that, that is, um, yeah, that's the other thing as well. I mean, they, pretty much all of the individual TV channels have some form of catch up service directly. Right. on the website like you know cw has a, a seven day catch-up service i think on their website and uh plus in a lot of cases with their things you've got hbo max coming and there's going to be a bunch of like the the hbo cw stuff is going to end up on there mm-hmm. uh, so you're going to have that option as well um yeah i mean it, it's all over the place there is streaming it is a bit 
yeah. certainly getting a, so streaming certainly getting a, a bigger chunk of it at this point and as i say the live numbers that you get in terms of the releases don't really um cover that you know uh mm-hmm. don't they you so although you are seeing lower numbers that does not tell the whole story in any way shape or form so yeah yeah it's I mean, it's interesting to kind of follow and everything but we'll see yeah. how things end up going uh all right that's what we've got for you for this episode of the walking dead uk podcast um and we'll be back next week to talk about whatever next week's episode is called we've got four episodes left of this first half of the season it's going quite quickly um but we'll see what they've got for the rest of the season uh, you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Speaking of all this Netflix streaming business, streaming wars as it's been called now, uh, you can follow all of that news. David's got you covered on geektalent.co.uk. Of course, there was news last night of HBO Max. There's actually an HBO Max trailer on YouTube as well, which I watched uh, this morning. Oh, right, uh, yes. So if you want to um, catch all that sort of stuff, um, geektalent.co.uk. And there's, of course, Geek Town Radio on iTunes and podcast services as well. Uh, if you want to, if you want to support the podcast, support entertainment talk, we're on Patreon. Check out the three dollar level tier on there, or the one dollar level tier. It's up to you. Just read about what they have. Uh, well, what that's all about. Um, we are not on Amazon, but we have an Amazon affiliate link. You can shop on Amazon. You will, will get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. Uh, iTunes feeds, of course, we've got a whole bunch of iTunes feeds. Uh, of course, the main one as well. Please rate, re- rate, review, and subscribe to those. That helps us out as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends and family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds if they're watching Manchester United play, if they're watching obviously TV shows, video games, playing video games and watching films and all that sort of stuff, let them know about the website and the iTunes feeds and all the content that we've got. Uh, and of course, social media, please share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, and if you are allowed to, you can put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.